Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right. Oh, man. A, a final from Milwaukee. Royals fall, they're walked off, and they drop game two, they drop the series. Final score, Brewers four, Royals three. It was a great game of baseball. Sort of tough to digest that right now. Uh, Phone lines are open, we can work through it together. Royals record now 12 and 29. Phone lines open for you. The text line is there as well, 913-586-7610. Again, 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. That's also the way you get in contact via the uh, J Southland Tow Service text line. Yeah, the uh, 29th loss of the season here in game number 41, a loss because, well, if you want to boil it down, you lost this one because the Brewers' bullpen outdueled the Royals' bullpen. Now, that's not headline news. I think if going into the game, I told you it's going to be a battle of the bullpens. Uh, now, you you were going to feel as good as you possibly could about this Royals' pen, knowing that Aroldis Chapman, knowing that Scott Barlow were ready to go. But with Zach Greinke on the hill and Zach Greinke delivering another Granky special, five innings and a chance to win. You had it all perfectly laid out there for you. Up by a run, heading to the sixth inning, handing it off to your bullpen. That's exactly what I asked for earlier today on the On Deck Show. I think that's what we all would have signed off on prior to this game. Zach Greinke delivering five innings and a chance to win, hand the lead off to the bullpen. That's exactly what happened. But unfortunately, Josh Taylor blinks right out of the gate. A 2-1 center cut. I don't want to say he put it on a tee. Um, I mean, it was a nice swing from Christian Yelich, but it was located in the center of the plate. Second home run of the evening for Christian Yelich, and it, Ties the game up at three. Taylor Clark did a great job of cleaning up Josh Taylor's mess. Aroldis Chapman did a great job in the eighth inning. But in the ninth, Carlos Hernandez, a guy that... There was a moment in time during that 2021 season where I viewed Carlos Hernandez as one of the three most vital players to this organization. 
was back when we were still holding out hope that the big right-hander could be a starting pitcher. Never showed the consistency, never showed the focus or the discipline needed to succeed as a starting pitcher. So over the past few seasons, he's moved to the bullpen. And yet, the issues that plagued him as a starter rear their ugly heads on occasion, even when he's coming out of the bullpen. And I think you saw that tonight. Now, this this postgame show isn't going to be about Carlos Hernandez. Let's be real. You're 12 and 29. No one's angry. Well, no one. Not many people are angry about any given loss. Now, we're angry about the season. We're angry. Many of you are angry that this is year five, year six of the rebuild. And you're barely holding off the Oakland Athletics for the worst record in Major League Baseball. That's why uh, you get angry as a Royals fan. But this loss tonight, Carlos Hernandez, Josh Taylor, a few missed opportunities offensively. And, and we can dig into those opportunities. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to Jackie Bradley Jr., Nate Eaton, Matt Duffy. I didn't expect Duffy nor Eaton nor JBJ to lead this team tonight. No, it, it was always on Bobby and Vinny and MJ and Salvi. And those guys did, for the most part, did their job. Bobby Witt Jr. with the multi-hit night. Same for Salvador Perez, including his team-leading eighth home run. MJ Melendez, another solid performance at the dish. A 10-pitch sacrifice fly in the first. An eight-pitch at-bat in the third that results in a double. A nine-pitch at-bat in the seventh inning. So he's working deep counts. He's getting on base. He's driving in runs. He's scoring runs. You're 12 and 29, and the reasons were on display tonight. You don't have that lockdown bullpen. You don't have an offense one through nine that can beat you. And you don't have very many, if any, aces to take the ball and lead you to victory. No, it sure, it needs to be a total team effort. Uh, most nights. But when I show up to the ballpark, I'm looking at these young bats to lead the way. I'm looking for something big from Prado, from Melendez, from Vinny, from Bobby, even a guy that's not young, it's not unproven, even a guy like Salvador Perez. But the reason why you lost this game tonight, again, the Brewers' bullpen just outdueled the Royals' relievers. After a leadoff single, is given up by Carlos Hernandez. He gets the next batter to fly out to center field, and he's starting to feel himself a little bit, working a little bit too quickly. Gets ahead of Owen Miller. Strike one, strike two, and now he has that bounce to him, the confident bounce. But with Carlos Hernandez, that confident bounce can at times steal his focus. He's so fired up, so excited with the gasoline that is able to come out of that right hand because of that cannon that is that right arm. He gets so ahead of himself, he ends up leaving a slider up in the zone like he did to Owen Miller. And Miller drives in Brian Anderson, and the Brewers walk off the Royals 4-3 in nine innings. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Bobby Witt Jr. scores in the first. MJ Melendez scores in the third. Salvi homers in the fifth. And there are your three and only three runs of this game. Uh, they come from the core. They come from the guys that's 
garner a majority of the attention. You know, wins and losses have started to become um, a, uh, a sub-headline. I want the Royals to win. We want this record to turn around. But if you're staying dialed into Royals baseball after that difficult month of April, and while they sit once again in dead last in the division, if you're remaining dialed into this ball club, I can't imagine wins and losses are, are of paramount importance. Now, to me, it's about you know, Singer getting Daniel Lynch back and, of course, those young bats. Well, we'll dive deeper into the offensive performance tonight from those young, unproven bats in this evaluation season of 2023 but I want to hear from you first again phone number 913-586-7610 the text line is there as well the J Southland Tow Service text line 913-586-7610 Royals are walked off in Bruce City 4-3 the final score we get to your thoughts after this Firm's post game show on your home for Royals baseball 610 sports radio and the Odyssey app this is the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now we're talking to Brett Beach, general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs. To go in the first round and to be a local kid, um, to play at a local school and then have the draft, I mean, in your in your hometown city, I mean, I'm sure that will be documented one day and there will be a Booker story on that. And, you know, hopefully um, a bunch of those chapters uh, in that book uh, details the the awesome career he has here. 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three balls, two strikes. The payoff pitch. Fastball in there. Called strike three. Zach Granke's done it. He's struck out 1,000 different batters across his major league career. Just the fifth pitcher ever to do it. Welcome to a big, big club, Joey Weimer. And Zach Granke walks off the mound with two more strikeouts in the inning. Numbers 999 and 1,000. Fifth pitcher in history to reach 1,000 different batters punched out. Yeah, fifth pitcher in baseball history to punch the tickets of 1,000 different dudes. Zach Granke, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, Nolan Ryan, and Roger Clemens. Zach Granke does not factor in the decision despite delivering another Granke special. 
For those uninitiated, the Granke special is five innings and a chance to win. He's done it in eight of his nine starts this season and in 20 of his 27 starts since rejoining the Royals. Tonight, it's five innings of two-run baseball. He gives up three hits, didn't walk a batter, and struck out five. That's second most since rejoining the Royals. Five punch-outs tonight for Zach Greinke. The two runs both came in in the third inning. A leadoff infield knock by uh, what Bryce Terang. I hate to even call it an uh, infield knock. It was a dribbler up the third baseline that Matt Duffy was wondering, is it going to go foul? It didn't. And Terang reaches with an infield single. Uh, two batters later, after retiring the next two batters, Zach Greinke falls behind Christian Yelich 2-0 and then throws him a cut fastball in the middle of the plate. And I know Yelich isn't the same guy that won the MVP a few seasons ago, but the dude still knows what he's doing with the bat, and he crushed it. Two-run home run ties things up at two. Royals would get the lead back thanks to Salvi's leadoff bomb in the fifth. But it was short-lived as Josh Taylor comes out of the bullpen and gives up another game-tying home run to Christian Yelich. And then in the ninth, Brewers walk it off, off of Carlos Hernandez. Add it all up, it's a 4-3 Brewers win. Royals record falls to 17 games below 500, And they turn to Jordan Lyles to stop the bleeding. Lyles hopes to lead the Royals to one win in this three-game series. He's on the bump tomorrow opposite fellow right-hander Colin Ray. A 110 first pitch. I'll be on the air with the on-deck show beginning at 12 noon with your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Shohei Otani and the Angels come to Kauffman on Father's Day. Be listening tomorrow at 12 noon for your chance to win. Right now, let's go to the phone calls. 913-586-7610. Nate in Overland Park. You're hitting leadoff following a 4-3 loss. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. It's good to, good to have you back after you were gone like a, a, few, a year or two, weren't you? Yeah, something like uh, that. Yeah, well, anyway, love it when you're on the post game. Hey, Thanks, um, so, yeah, uh, God bless Zach Greinke and his accomplishments. A thousand different dudes struck out, two, mm-hmm. uh, five strikeouts today, 71 pitches. Five innings, and that's fantastic. My question is, what are your thoughts, or how can you defend the decision after only 71 pitches to go to the guy that took 25 pitches to get out of the first inning last <laughs> night? Was that last night, the night before? Yeah. But what yesterday? Yep. What Zach Zach is a stand-up guy, I'm sure. But you just gave a stat that he, he what do you call it, the Zach special? What would you yeah, call that? Yeah, Zach... yeah Granky special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah Granky special, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's, a, he's a good dude, but, geez, oh, Pete, God bless him. I'd be pissed off. I mean, 70, you know, wh- what was the rationale to pull him after what he just did? You know, it's only yeah. 71 pitches. I'm just curious. Can you, can you help me with that one? I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lost season anyway. Who, I mean, I don't want to say who cares, but who cares? I mean, really. But it's just it drives me. I just, um, yeah, Nate, I got you, man. Uh, here's the thing: Grinky's making the decision just as much as Matt Cotrero's making the decision. Uh, that's how much I hate to say power he wields, but that's how much respect he's garnered. 
you know, what was it, two starts ago? Uh, his last start, he goes 81 pitches, five and two-thirds innings, allowing three earned runs. Prior to that, I believe it was the you know, four. Um, yeah, 44 pitches for five shutout innings, and they pulled him. Zach Greinke was involved with that decision-making. If you remember Zach Greinke's 2022, he came out and pitched very well. Now, it was still like this. It was still five, uh, every once in a while, six innings. But it, I mean, the reason why I, I always go to the Greinke special is because this is who he is at the age of 39. This isn't a guy that's going to give you 100 pitches, six innings, seven innings, um, but if you remember last year, it was, let me pull it up, I, I, would, I, would, I believe it was right around this time where Zach Greinke found himself on the IL for the first time in his career. Okay, end of May. It was the end of May last year that uh, Greinke started to feel, what was it, tightness in his forearm? It was fatigue. And he went on the IL for the first time in his career. He's doing his best to avoid that this year. Worked as hard this offseason to build up his muscle. Worked as hard this offseason as he has in five, six, seven years. So he's known he was going to uh, pace himself, um, try to take the ball every fifth day, hoping to avoid that IL stint that knocked him out for almost all of June last year. So Zach Granke's involved in these decisions. That's not, of course, Matt Cotrero has the, the final say. He's the manager, Brian Sweeney, Zach Bove, the pitching coach and assistant pitching coach, respectively. They have say in this as well. But the game went according to what, now I don't have Matt Cotrero's sheet in front of me, but I have to imagine the plan was he goes five, faces the lineup twice, and then we hand it off to the bullpen. And Everything played out exactly the way Matt Cotrero wanted outside of the offense, scratching across one more run. So instead of Carlos Hernandez in the ninth inning, it's Scott Barlow. No, Josh Taylor needs to make a better pitch. The, 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 the plan worked. Keep in mind, Granke gave up a home run to Christian Yelich, and the guy that led off the sixth inning, the guy that faced the first reliever out of the bullpen was Christian Yelich. So the thinking was sound. Zach Greinke is uh, four, five months away from his 40th birthday. I understand 71 pitches. You think the guy's got one more in him. And he, he may have. He may have had one more in him. But with a lefty in Yelich and a lefty in Jesse Winker set to come to the dish, I think the decision-making, or at least the, the logic, the process was correct. The execution from Josh Taylor uh, was poor. Thanks for the phone call. Phone lines open up for you, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Royals fall 4-3. to three. Let's go to Big T in Shawnee. Big T, you're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, Vern. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Vern, where you been, man? <laughs> but Vern, hey, I want to tip my cap to uh to 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 Zach Greinke. I mean what he did tonight, I mean that's you know he, he that's that's rare error. He just joined some badass company. So way to go, Zach Greinke, man. And you're right, Vern. The 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 Zach Greinke special, every time he pitches, that's just the name for it. Heck yeah. 
And Vern, also, uh, you were talking about Salvador Perez the other night, you know, with his eye and stuff like mm-hmm. that and how he's a legend and he'll come back raking and he'll bash home runs. And, boy, yeah. you know, he hit the nail right on the head, Vern. Yeah. Way yeah. to go on that because that's exactly what he did. That's what we all expect out of him. That's why he is a royal legend, and that's why I feel he'll be at Cooperstown when it's all said and done. And, you know, Vern, uh, I'm not upset. I heard you've been talking about is this team fun? Not so much in April, but yes, yes, they are fun. It was a fun game tonight. Nine hits. We didn't get the victory, but it's not about victories. It's about positive uh, uh, reinforcement for these lineups. So what you've been talking about, moving forward and taking steps. And what I mean by that tonight, you saw Eden had a hit. Uh, uh, Melendez again. You know, that's nice to see these guys. Massey. And then you know, I want to tip my cap to this guy. He's just been raking, burn. That Prado, I love his stroke, baby. That guy can rake. He, he continues. The guy he got a double, uh, I think a hit against tonight. Uh, uh, it was his second hit, I believe, Burn. And they were talking, I think, the, the guy that he was going against, that Milwaukee bullpen, a guy named Milner, he'd only give up uh, like three hits to lefties or three hits all year. So that's a good that's a good at bat by that guy. You're seeing progress from these guys, Burn. And that's what I love to see. Uh, we didn't get the victory, but maybe we could go out and salvage one tomorrow. Way to go, Royals. Keep it up. Thanks, Vern. All right, there you go. Big T. Nick Prado, by the way, in his 15 games since being recalled, hitting 380 with an OPS near 1,100. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Big T alludes to the question I asked a few nights ago of, is this team fun? Now... Uh, maybe I don't need to, but I, I I feel the need to explain that because if you're just driving by this show and you hear um, you know, some windbag on the radio saying, oh, our team, that's 17 games below 500 is a lot of fun. You'd be like, oh, my God, who, who is this clown? Uh, I believe this team is fun when they have Brady Singer on the hill. Now, they'll likely have Brady Singer on the Hill Tuesday night in San Diego. Maybe Daniel Lynch on the Hill. When you have a homegrown, younger, team-controlled pitcher on the Hill to go along with an offense that has five, six, or seven homegrown, young, team-controlled winning ball players, that's fun. Now, tonight was a fun baseball game, sure. No doubt, I I mean, you know me, I'm a baseball fan first and foremost. So yes, that was a great game, but the Royals fan in me, no, no, that's not a lot of fun. With all due respect to Zach Granke, he's going to Cooperstown whether he reaches this milestone or not, in my opinion. But watching a 39-year-old That doesn't do much for me as I look forward to 2024. Zach Greinke doesn't buoy my spirits about the 2025 Kansas City Royals. Brady Singer does. Daniel Lynch may when he possibly returns on this road trip. Maybe we see him Wednesday in San Diego. Maybe it's Friday in Chicago, but we should see him soon. That's when I think this team is fun. If Chris Bubich was still healthy, if Angel Zerpa was healthy, that would be fun. But you know, Jordan Lyles eating up innings. Brad Keller trying to rebuild his trade value. Granky putting the finishing touches on a Hall of Fame career. Bullpen games. No, that's, 
that's not much fun. Being 17 games below 500, that's uh, not a lot of fun. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Again, that's 913-586-7610. The J Southland Tow Service text line is always uh, there for you. From the 913, Vern, do you think they need to get to one lineup and stick with it? No, no, I don't. I don't I don't think that way wins unless you have nine you know, legit well-rounded winning ball players. You go back to 2015. Yeah, I mean if you could tell me that you're going to give me Eski, Zobris, Kane, Hosmer, Morales, Moose, Salvi, Gordon, Rios every single night and yes, that's the starting nine. Yeah, yeah, I, I could run with that. But even, you know, that, that lineup wasn't always the same. A Gerard Dyson would be in there. A Drew Butera would be in there. You need to use everyone on your team. It's sports, right? It's a, it's a, it's a team game. No. No, I mean, I want Bobby in there every day and Vinny and Massey and Prado and MJ. Sure. Uh, when Drew Waters returns, I want him in there every single day. But they are human beings. They do need days off. And as we've seen with Massey and Prado and even Salvador Perez, when you give them a day or two, when you allow them to rest their bodies, uh, they're better for it. And Big T, thank you for the uh, shout-out pertaining to Salvador Perez. I've been telling you, whenever Salvi goes on the shelf, for whatever reason, no matter how trying the illness or ailment or surgery was, he's going to come back stronger and he's going to rake. And that's really the curse of the double play, the pregame segment I do where I, I give you two bets to make. The curse of that segment is even when I give you two winners like I did tonight, I'm cursing the other winners that I didn't pass along, like Salvi hitting a home run plus 450. Zach Granke striking out over three and a half. That was plus 108. So, yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm back in the black. I'm back making you money. 41 games into the season. I can't imagine there's anybody else picking two bets every single night for 41 what consecutive games and still making you money on a regular basis. Make sure you're listening tomorrow, 12 noon, to the On Deck Show, not only for the double play, but again, the pair of tickets, Father's Day. Shohei and Mike Trout coming to Kauffman Stadium. Royals drop game two in Milwaukee, 4-3 the final score. We'll take another quick timeout, head inside that clubhouse, and get back to your thoughts after this. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Here's the pitch. Perez drives it deep left field. Yelich back toward the corner, looks up, and it's gone. Solo home run, Salvador Perez. And the Royals retake the lead in the top of the fifth inning. It's 3-2. to two. That's Jake Eisenberg on the call. Sadly, it was a short-lived one-run lead as in the bottom of the sixth inning, Christian Yelich would take Josh Taylor deep to tie things up. And then Owen Miller with one out and a man... Uh, excuse me, Owen Miller hits a double 
in the ninth inning off of Carlos Hernandez and it's second and third with one out and that's when the Brewers nine hitter hits the walk-off sacrifice fly and the Brewers take care of the Royals by a final count of 4-3. Royals led this one two to nothing and then 3-2 but ultimately fall by one. We'll hear from Zach Greinke coming up momentarily. Salvador Perez in that leadoff home run in the fifth inning was the Royals 12th straight game with a home run. Last time a Royals team went a dozen straight games going bridge, uh, the final month of the 1985 season. At 12 straight games with the big flies, the second longest streak in Royals franchise history, second only to April of 2001 when Mike Sweeney and the boys went deep in 15 straight. Speaking of 15, Salvi's last 15 games, he's hitting 404 with an OPS North of 1,200. My game notes following this 4-3 loss are presented by Jay's Southland Tow Service. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Let's take a look at the Jay's Southland Tow Service text line. Terry in Green Bay writes in, Vern, our bullpen is the worst in baseball. Uh, was someone making an argument to the contrary? I don't think I did. Um, well, I, I don't know if they are uh, the worst in baseball. They've thrown the sixth most innings in Major League Baseball. Uh, Tampa is number one, followed by Cincinnati, Miami, Oakland, the Yankees, and then the Royals. The Royals' ERA is north of five. The only team that I just mentioned with an ERA higher than that the Oakland Athletics bullpen. So Royals, uh, one of the worst bullpens. But the Giants, the White Sox, and Oakland all have a higher bullpen ERA than Kansas City. So thanks for the text. Um, but you know, statistically, it's not true. Uh, Joey in Grain Valley's congratulating Zach Granke. I'm seeing a lot of that on the text line. Rally Mantis doing the same. Congratulating Granky. Uh, this gentleman here is not congratulating Granky. He is angry that Zach is not Nolan Ryan or Tom Seaver. Uh, now he's mad at me, calling me a soy boy. All right. Uh, yeah. You know what? L let's hear what <laughs> Zach Granky had to say following. Five innings of two-run baseball, he allowed three hits, didn't walk a batter, struck out five, and became the fifth pitcher in baseball history to punch the tickets of 1,000 different hitters. Let's hear what Granke had to say on Bally Sports, Kansas City. Uh, it's pretty neat, but that's it. Something you're aware of going into tonight? Uh, I mean, I don't ever think about it. I've heard about it a couple times, but... It, didn't really cross my mind. How did you feel with your teammates coming in just to celebrate you after you got that accomplishment in the fifth inning? Yeah, I guess I still didn't know anything was going on. And then they were a little more excited than normal. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's what happened. What are you going to do with the baseball? I think some fan has it in the in the stands. They, say, they said they got it backwards. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, to join just that group of pitchers, um, with, you know, Clemens and Maddox and, and those guys, does that mean anything more than the stat itself? 
Uh, I mean, I, different like stats are easier in different time frames of baseball, and uh, it just it's interesting. How'd you feel tonight overall with with your pitches? Uh, pretty good. Couple couple hard hit balls. Yelich hit that one really good. Uh, felt alright. Your slider um, threw it quite a bit. Uh, what was the thought process with that pitch? Uh, it was just working. It was working uh, last game. wasn't planning on throwing it all, but it started working last game, and then it's still working this game. So just kept throwing them. All right, thanks again, Annie Rogers, MLB.com. They're asking the questions. And, again, the list, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, and fellow Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan, along with, uh, Roger Clemens and Grinky's right. You know, the, the reason why you don't see Cy Young and Walter Johnson and Fergie Jenkins and Burt Blylevin and a lot of the other great strikeout artists in baseball history is because, you know, interleague play, uh, expansion, you, you, you go back and the, these guys were facing the same six teams, the same 11 teams for six straight months. Now you got 30 teams in Major League Baseball. Every team plays every other team. Free agency is a thing, so Zach Greinke can play for the Angels and the Brewers and the Royals and the Dodgers and the D-backs and the Astros. Uh, nice to hear from the Hall of Famer there. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610, but let's go back to the text line. Again, 913-586-7610. Raj in the Ozarks writes in, Hey Vern, two things to lean on. Number one, our exit velocity was great the first three weeks. And two, we have to claim, or we have claim, to the fastest pitch in baseball this year. Sure, we can't win a darn game, but at least we have those two things. Yeah, dripping with sarcasm, I wish I could have delivered it a little bit better for you there, Raj. Uh, but he's right, yeah. Aroldis Chapman uncorks a 103.5-mile-per-hour fastball to Rowdy Telez in the eighth inning, the fastest pitch all season in all of Major League Baseball. Uh, just a few pitches earlier, Aroldis got up to 103.4, which matched that dude in uh, with the Twins for the fastest pitch of the season. Chapman was unbelievable in a scoreless eighth inning. He did work around a two-out walk. And now for his career against the Brewers, Aroldis has an ERA of .63. It's across 43 innings. He's allowed three earned runs in 43 innings against Milwaukee. That is by far the best ERA in baseball history against Milwaukee. Royals record 12-29. and 29. They remain in... Dead last in the American League Central, looking up at the Chicago White Sox, who they're going to get another look at. Coming up next weekend on the south side, Royals currently two games back of Chicago for fourth place in the American League Central. All right, let's go back to the text line. From the 816, hey Vern, uh, poor situational awareness by Edward Olivares. He eliminated the double play possibility against Weimer, and no way you're going to intentionally walk him to face a former MVP who's already hit two home runs. 
Yeah, yeah. For for those that missed the game, um, ninth inning, tie game, Carlos Hernandez comes out of the bullpen to face the six, seven, eight hitters for Milwaukee. Uh, leadoff hitter, singles to center. Uh, next batter flies out to center. So man on first with one out. Hernandez gets ahead of Owen Miller, 0-2, hangs a slider. Miller rips it to left field, and now it's second and third with one out. But as the texter correctly points out, Olivares, in his haste to get the ball back to the infield, threw it wildly in between, uh, well, missing the cutoff, man, uh, but, but throws it between... I mean, not even close to the cutoff man. I mean, I don't think I don't know where he was throwing. He just heaves it back to the infield, which allows Owen Miller to move up that extra ninety feet. And yeah, as you point out, eliminates uh, the double play possibility. If he makes a better throw, yeah, Anderson's on third, Miller's on first. Maybe you can get Weimer to ground into a game-ending or inning-ending double play and force it to extras. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, good catch. But that's why Edward Olivares doesn't start on days like this. Because on days like this, when you're facing Adrian Hauser, who has been getting tattooed by lefties, Matt Cotrero puts the lineup together by saying, okay, uh, Bobby plays against everybody, as does Vinny Pasquantino. You guys are in there. And let's put every other lefty that we have in there. So it's MJ, it's Prado, it's Massey, it's Jackie Bradley Jr. You're all in there. All my lefties are in the lineup. Now let's put the best defense we can around them. Matt Duffy's at third, Nate Eaton's in left. Now let's go get him. Now Edward Olivares has the better bat, but he is just such a defensive liability. He's been putting in the work. He, um, I think the game just speeds up on him. I'm not going to go after the kids' baseball IQ. I just think the game speeds up on them. But yeah, quality observation there. From the 816, Vern, I can't believe our team does that. I can't believe they give it to Carlos Hernandez in the ninth inning. Just go with Scott Barlow, get it to extras, and anything can happen. Yeah, I disagree with that. I'm not against using Scott Barlow in a non-save situation, but not to face the bottom of the lineup. Now, I'll bring Scott Barlow in to open things up in the 10th when it's Yelich and Voigt and Adamas and Taylor. Sure, then I'll do it. When, uh, but to face the six, seven, eight hitters, Carlos Hernandez, I need you to get the job done. How about that? How about don't make excuses for Carlos Hernandez? Don't blame the manager because Carlos Hernandez didn't do his job. 913-586-7610. Scott in Phoenix writes in. Vern, this was another frustrating game to watch. It was actually a winnable game, but once again, not quite enough offense and not quite enough efficiency from the bullpen. Vern, I'm sorry, but as long as Jackie Bradley Jr. is in the starting lineup, we can expect this to continue. Realizing that he's not the sole culprit, but if he's starting, your offense will be mostly punchless. Signed, Scott in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, no argument. Um, well, I mean, you, you could have eight good hitters and then one defensive first starter every night. That, that's not the end of the world. 
But when it's Bradley, Eaton, Duffy, when when a third of your lineup, you're, you're not really expecting much, if anything, offensively. Okay, then, Scott, I'm with you. But good teams can get by with the second baseman or the catcher or the shortstop or the center fielder. One of those defense, those premium positions up the middle. One of them being defense first. And whatever you do offensively is a bonus. You can have one, but your bigger picture or your bigger point. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Uh, Former catcher, MJ Melendez. Formerly of a premium position, now in everyday right fielder, made up for a poor first step in the third inning and made a pretty diving catch uh, coming in from right field to rob Owen Miller of a base hit. Uh, MJ, by the way, also hits a sack fly in the first, a two-out double in the third, comes around to score on Nick Prado's opposite field double. MJ Melendez has reached base safely in 13 straight games, posting an OPS of 857 in that time span. Nick Prado, another two-hit night, an opposite field double to plate MJ Melendez, as I mentioned, and then another double in the fifth inning as he continues to stay red hot. The question is, can they get hot enough to carry the team to a victory? They were unable to do it tonight, unable to do it last night, and I don't see Brady Singer on the schedule until we get to maybe Tuesday. So unless Singer's on the hill, I don't know who you guys are waiting for. It's on these young bats. It's on Bobby and Vinny and MJ and Prado. It's it's unfair, but that's that's the name of the game in this evaluation season of 2023, especially this road trip. How often can the young and still unproven bats carry this team to victory? They're going to need to tomorrow as Jordan Lyles takes the hill. I know Lyles was good his last time out, gave you a complete game, gave you a chance to win. I'm not going to guarantee he does that again tomorrow. No, you, you need the offense tomorrow. Pitching matchup tomorrow favors the Royals. Uh, Jordan Lyles going for the good guys. Colin Ray for the Milwaukee Brewers. I'll be on the air beginning at 110. The on-deck show begins at 12 noon. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Colin Ray, uh, he's he's given his team a chance to win. And listen, we're, we're not looking down our nose at anyone, especially a team that's in first place. We'll see if the Bats can get to Ray tomorrow. I'll talk to you at 12 noon, giving you a chance to win a pair of Royals tickets. Jed Marshall, thanks for the help. Do it again tomorrow. Take care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.